Christian. Welcome, friends, to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Patsy, please tell me what about the walk you went on yesterday in the Magpies. Oh, yeah. Kate, producer Caitlin and I, she's motivated me. She said, come on, we're going to go for a walk once a week to start with. So we went for a beautiful walk around the MCG yesterday. But, oh, did you? Right, before we go any further, right? Mm. So obviously, Caitlin, right, is a gym bunny. She came mm. in yesterday to... Actually, she did the show yesterday in gym wear. Yep. And she was like jogging in and out of the studio. <laughs> you see, she was very active yesterday, like she bouncing, bouncing around. Yeah. And then, so did you get changed into like leisure wear, active wear? No, I just wore what I wore to work. Right. And so you went, but then Rio said you came back with shopping bags. No, that was no, that was Caitlin. That wasn't me. Oh, you're an innocent bystander. Yeah. I so was. A fitness walk to go shopping. <laughs> no, that was Caitlin's business, not mine. I might have recommended but a you few don't outfits. Go for like a, a, like a healthy kind of walk. In and out of shops shopping. Were you, were you in the shops? No, excuse were you, me. Were you in the shops? Yes, but after the walk, <laughs> the walk had completed. We had done an hour around the MCG precinct. Gorgeous day, by the way. Beautiful day yesterday. And then we thought, you know what? We'll grab a coffee on the way back. And you know what? Why don't we go grab some shopping shops? And there just happened to be a store that took Caitlin's eye on the way back. Okay. All right. So anyway, let's go back mm. to the walk then. What happened? Oh, well, I was waiting for Caitlin out the front of the building here. And it's magpie season already. It's not spring. Yeah. And magpie swooped me. It was that, you know, it's like, oh, you look around. They're huge. It was massive. This thing was like a pterodactyl. And it just was like a mirror. Pterodactyl, who's he? Dinosaur's dad, pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. It was horrifying. No, they're huge. There's one that's been sitting on my, uh, on the, uh, our gatepost, right? It hasn't attacked me, but it just stares at me. Right, literally, as you open the gate, it's only about a couple of feet away. It hasn't gone for me, oh. but it keeps looking at me. They're deeply mysterious animals. You, you guys are both into superstition. Patsy could probably tell you what that means, because isn't one magpie bad news? I don't know, is it? I think one oh, magpie... I just hope it doesn't mean that the bosses are leaving. They've wiped all the hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, right, my mother-in-law, this is her first magpie season. Mm. She moved here in, uh, in January, so she's terrified because... Um, she doesn't have a car. She's just got this little mobility scooter, right? And people were warning her, hey, you know, you're new here in, in, in Melbourne. It's magpie season. You're going to be an old-timey like you. She's got a big old booth on her grey hair. It, that's going to be she's like a, a nest. Yeah. She is a very slow-moving target, right? So she's terrified, right? So my wife said to me, look, can you do some research into this? I said, well, you do see those cyclists who've got like those... Russian hussar, you know, spikes on them or something. (laughs) Eraser man. Yes. (laughs) Do they actually work? Apparently they do, yeah. Really? I don't know I don't know how they detract them. We used to just wear like an ice cream bucket on our heads when we were kids. Hey, listen, mother in law, okay, listen, I know it's what's wear this ice cream bucket on your head. And as a bonus, you get to eat the Napoleon ice cream. (laughs) I can't rock out like that. Does anyone know what does actually work? to deter these magpies, right? Because she she actually is really worried that she's going to be a swooped upon. Do they swoop on everyone? Someone told me that they have a memory that can last up to five years. Yes. Yeah, I've heard that. So that if she goes around the same tree, they'll go, there she is again on that mobility <laughs> there's scooter. Jenna, there's old Jackie <laughs> and that slow-ass scooter. <laughs> on me, guys. Let's get her. Right, I need magpie advice from a mother-in-law, please. The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast. Magpies. My mother-in-law moved here in January, loves her new life in Melbourne, has a little mobility scooter. She's in her late 70s, hasn't got a car. She's terrified. She's heard all about the magpie season, all her elderly neighbours. 
They're all warning her, you need to do something about this. She'll sit and target in a slow-moving mobility <laughs> scooter. And she is. What can she do about the magpie? There's one that's been sitting on my garden gate, just staring at me. It hasn't gone for me yet. Uh, Christian, uh, magpies are very intelligent birds. They remember faces. If you befriend a magpie, you have a friend for their entire life. They live up to 30 years and spend their uh, adult years in just one area, becoming familiar with the faces that belong. I was swooped from behind a few years ago and I spun round to look at the bird. I swear, he backed up with a horrified look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to say. This is a oh, Jerry, attack, sorry. Attack. <laughs> 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 a horror. He flew away, leaving me alone, befriending oh. me. You can use bribes. Uh, they love great cheese. Oh. Come on, are you serious? I'm going to go out there today with a little bit of grated cheese. Oh, I might do. Why not? I've got nothing else to lose. All right, then. So we're looking for your tips this morning about magpies. Alan, good morning. Morning, Christian, Patsy, and Jack. Um, yeah, I was uh, listening and just uh, listening on the call you just had then or the text you just had then. Yeah, that's no, nice to exactly. listen. Exactly. If you, if you befriend the bird, like if you feed it, uh, if you've got birds around, magpies around your house, you feed them and everything like that, and they'll they'll recognise you and they will not swoop you, right? And it is also, it is only the male magpie that will swoop. The male magpie is got all all white. It's the brightest white you can see. It's the uh, and any 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 white with grey going it's through it is, bird. is the female bird. Right. Okay. All right, Alan, that was really illuminating. Thank you, Alan, for your call, mate. Have a good day. No worries. Thank you. Bye. How do we start again? <laughs> so sorry. Bless him. Scott, good morning. Good morning. I think that was today. We just had Sir David Attenborough on the show with that incredible intel. Scott, what can you tell us about magpies? Well, I'll help you out there. Please. I'll go with my, my missus has the same trouble and always clings to me um, on the shield. So I've come up with you whistle a tune that'll distract the magpie, yeah, and it'll start looking for the other birds that are about to attack it because magpies are always attacked by other smaller birds. I don't know like that. So when you when you whistle a tune as simple as simple as that, loud enough, they will look look away. They'll just go about their business, and I swear, black and boo, put a million bucks on that one. That's you know what? I tell you what, Scott, I'm going to uh, ask you in a minute to do that whistle again, and I'm going to record it, and then get my mother to, I'll put it on a loop for an hour for her. She can just play it from speakers on her little mobility scooter, can't she? That's it. Million I've dollar given advice. Away mil- I've given away a million dollar advice because uh, someone's going to patent it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so can you just do that whistle? We'll be quiet here. You do the whistle, please. Uh, okay, hang on. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't get it right now. Thank okay. you very much. You gave us the two flourishes. The snake charmer of the bird. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you tell her to play that. Play that off the I phone. Or a, Bless you, Scott. And, and, if, and it will work. Thank you very much, Scott. Thank you very no much. No worries, Christian. Have a good day. Thanks, mate. I would actually try that. Uh, Matt, good morning, Matt. Good day, guys. Um, my advice is similar to the first week, Paul, so... Um, in 2015 or 16, I injured myself uh, and I was off work for five months. So I started feeding two magpies right out the front of my house. Um, turned into a bit of a bird made of Alcatraz. Um, they started coming in the house. They got really friendly. Um, eventually, they had a baby that fell out of a tree and I was 
was my family was going, was able to go and help it to get out so it couldn't get away from cats and things. Um, and the whistle actually, I went down and found the parents and whistled. They followed me back to my house to find out where the baby was. All right, uh, so hey, all right, this one I understand a little bit muffled to hear you. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm that's right. Bit short of breath. <laughs> yeah, uh, or sit down, take a breath for, for, for sure. Breathe before yeah. you come on the radio. I always say the bird came nervous, into the yeah. house. He sort of kept, well, where would he go in the house? In the kitchen or? Yeah, they, if I didn't feed them fast enough, they started coming inside. It still happens now. Like last week, they came in the house in the hallway, just waiting. In the hallway, I'd be terrified. There's yeah, a bloody great I got in the hallway. Photos. Yeah. Um, but the whistle thing's really good because when the baby fell out of the tree, um, my family and I went down and we the only ones that didn't get sleeps. Um, and I picked it up and we kept it for a few days, named it Frank. And then Frank started coming to get fed. I, I, I love uh, this. This is like that documentary yeah. on Netflix about my octopus friend. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah, was it is. It is. It's actually Frank, Frank the Magpie. <laughs> Great name for a magpie as well, yeah. Frank. Uh, I, I called it Frank the Tank. We didn't have a deal or believe it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't want to get too close to have a good look, do you? <laughs> Uh, it, what ended up being a thing in my life is we had babies too now. In lockdowns, I turned around, turned around out of my garage one day and there was 21 magpies in the backyard. 21? Right Steady <laughs> yeah. army. They stayed still enough. Oh, That's there. some litter they had. Oh, my God. They yeah. get those kids Just out. They're 21 kids. Yeah. Uh, we started going through a lot of cheese. Not hard through lockdown because cheese was scarce. Matt, one day you're going to walk into your house and they're all going to be in your Seriously. hallway. They're, out, you can, they're, yeah. they're overrunning you. They're building an army. They're using you. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're, they're friendly, though. They're like the mafia. If you're on their, you're on their side, you're fine. <laughs> they're like the mafia. That's great. Uh, Matt, thank you very much. You're cool, mate. Have a good week. No worries. You too, guys. See ya. This is the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Let's disagree. People who've seen what magpies can do, they're nervous. It's an emotional thing to talk about, what magpies can do. Jack's actually found there's a map that shows real-time magpie swooping incidents. Yeah, on the wildlife.vic.gov.au website, you can see a live map of Melbourne and people can submit where magpies are swooping them. Here's some tips that we didn't hear on the phones, actually, that you can use with didn't your mother-in-law. On the phones. <laughs> yeah. In fact, any tips? I'm none the wiser after 20 minutes of radio. How is that possible? <laughs> Eyes on the back of your head. Birds may be less likely to swoop if they think you're watching them. Draw a pair of eyes and attach them to the back of hats. So at the moment so far, I'm going to go around my mother-in-law today who's terrified of being attacked by uh, magpies on her um, slow-moving mobility scooter. Ice cream carton on your head and then fake eyes on the back of her. She doesn't think I'm pranking her. The other one is travelling groups. So if every time she wants to go out on the mobility Actually, scooter... she has got with these church friends. She's befriended a load of church people, so they, they, love, to, they love to hang out together. They after, have to go in games. Mass, yeah. They can all leave as well. A flying they're, V. Yes, they're like the bikies. <laughs> the nanchies, they're not the Comanches, the nanchies. And it says, whatever. tell Jackie this, whatever you do, do not destroy their nests. This may prompt them to... Well, she's 78. She's not going to go around with a spanner breaking up. Um, this will only nests. prolong their swooping behaviour. <laughs> um, Rio's has found online an, uh, animals that hold grudges. Magpies have been found to hold a specific grudge on people for over five years. It's the worst. That, it's the use of the word specific that's amazing about that. Uh, there's even some evidence that they would hold grudges against their enemies' families. Your enemy is my enemy. Lions have been known to develop a deep mistrust of lazy members of their own pride. 
cows, one study found, can maintain a beef. Well done, Ryan. Can maintain a, uh, a beef for years with heifers who wrong them. And third day of cow facts. Yes. Great work. Great news. Can we make it to Friday? On a brighter note. You're listening to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast.